1: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
0: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
1: Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Wednesday, January 5th. As Omicron has the United States in its grips, a fifth severe wave during this COVID-19 pandemic, public frustration is mounting over guidance coming from the Centers for Disease Control and their messaging over travel, suggested lengths of quarantine and isolation for positive, exposed and symptomatic persons, testing practices, even mask use. It's all changing so fast and so often recently that to call it confusing feels generous.
2: The U.S. has shattered its single-day record for COVID-19 cases, with over a million new infections reported Monday. This Omicron tsunami has changed the game yet again. The new recommendation is
1: aimed at those who test positive. The CDC says at the end of a five-day period, if there are no symptoms, the best approach, if you have access and want to, is to be tested again. The president says he knows test kits are hard to come by. Believe me, it's frustrating to me, but we're making improvements
0: for more i want to bring in my kcbs radio colleague kathy novak for what i hope and i think will be an informative conversation that's kind of our job is to you know distill and deliver information that's that's useful and relevant and helpful but also maybe have you know the opportunity to maybe share a meme or two because the memes that are going on right now (laughs) um as folks are having you know a laugh at uh, the cdc's expense they've been pretty entertaining not gonna lie in my uh instagram stories feed on tiktok things like that but as we're talking about like hey what would this episode look like if we do it next week right what would we want to include who would be a guest that we'd want to have so on and so forth i I get a text alert from twitter uh, about the latest data that comes out that shows that folks who have tested positive with the omicron strain five days in are still in contagious and that the CDC is still going to keep to the five-day reduction in isolation quarantine recommendations, which is kind of counterintuitive to what we've been told you should do for the last two years. Anyway, so as we're talking about doing this episode about the CDC, we get another piece of confusing information. And then later in the afternoon, we were recording an interview with Dr. Monica Gandhi with UCSF, and... A lot of what she had to say kind of surprised me. You had asked her, and I'm paraphrasing your question, essentially, uh, what do you make of the latest coming out of the CDC about five-day quarantines versus 10-day quarantines and the process moving forward with that? Here's what Dr. Monica Gandhi had to say.
2: So there was a very large contact tracing study um, from Taiwan that showed us that not just the majority of transmission occurred within five days, but there were zero transmissions that occurred from people who had symptoms who were infected with COVID after five days. This was published in JAMA Internal Medicine. And importantly contact tracing is different than having virus in your nose, either through an antigen test or through a PCR test. Really, what contact tracing does is it tells us when transmission occurs. So shortening that period to five days, I think, was very prudent. There's there's a lot of Omicron around. It's a very transmissible variant. It's causing more mild symptoms. And And you're really taking out the majority of any transmission that can can occur by asking people to stay at home for five days and then going out with a mask for the next five days. And I don't think you need to test at the five day mark, which is what the CDC said. But I know California DPH did it differently. But I really think we have to start living with COVID, not not in a bad way what i mean is we don't want to live with severe disease but we have the tools to protect ourselves from that both vaccines and now treatments for those who are unvaccinated we should never live with severe disease but i think we're going to have to live with endemic mild covid
0: how surprised were you to hear what i thought was a pretty candid answer and certainly not the answer that we are accustomed to from what i will call the healthcare establishment
1: I guess the CDC got criticism from, you know, kind of all walks of life, really. You saw people making TikToks about um, the fact that the CDC was cutting down on this isolation time and questioning whether that was the right move through a a joking video. Right. Um, But. When it comes to kind of measuring the risk-benefit, it's coming from Dr. Monica Gandhi, who often has been arguing on the side of, okay, we need nuance and we need to weigh the risks and benefits. I guess I'm not that surprised hearing that coming from her um, because she is someone who, as we heard there, argues for living with COVID, not being, you know, irresponsible. All of this is coming from a place where the baseline is an assumption that here in the Bay Area and in San Francisco, the vaccination rates are very high. So the risk has changed from when people were talking about this before vaccinations were widely available. If you had asked her this and we were talking in a state, where vaccination rates were not as high and the risk of spreading Omicron could lead to more people really being hospitalized and dying, then maybe her answer might be a bit different. But I think on the whole, um, she's saying that based on the data that she was referencing there, it is prudent to have people quarantine for five days. And if they are not symptomatic anymore, mm-hmm. allow them to stop isolating and continue to wear a mask. And as you heard there too, here in California, it does go that step further where after the five days, you have to have a negative test. Those are hard to come by right now. So if you can't find a negative test, the 10-day rule actually remains in California.
0: We'll hear this conversation with her uh, tomorrow, one thirty, as prescribed with Kathy Novak and uh, Dr. Monica Gandhi on KCBS Radio on kcbsradio.com. She even went as far as to uh, say that, look, we might have to start revisiting, uh, you know, the way that we look at masks, the way that we look at testing, because obviously there's a shortfall in testing right now, Kathy, and that asking for more testing. And she pointed specifically to schools being a place where that's not the best use of resources right now.
1: And I think the other thing that plays into her thinking is not only the vaccinations, but the treatments. She's very excited about the fact that there are a number of different treatments available now if people do become hospitalized with COVID, whether it is because they are unvaccinated or if they are in the category, say immunocompromised, elderly, where they're at a higher risk of actually developing Uh, more than a mild disease if they get infected, that there are things that we can do. So the question sort of turns to if COVID is becoming endemic, and we are, as you say, living with COVID as a fact of life in our society, uh, what are the levers that kind of have to move along with it? So in San Francisco, for example, we had this press conference with Mayor London Breed, the Director of Health, Dr. Grant Colfax, and others, talking about the state of Omicron in San Francisco, which, as it stands, is that the case numbers are skyrocketing. There's no question about that. They are more than double what they were during the last peak. Uh, to give a point of comparison, there were around less than 400 daily average cases at the last peak, and now there are more than 800 daily average cases. But the big difference there is more than 80% of San Franciscans are vaccinated. So, among those 800 plus daily cases, most of those people are not going to the hospital. But the problem is for San Francisco and for other places, they are having to stay home, the same people. So even if only for five days, if those people are cops, firefighters, muni drivers, then even though the city isn't being shut down by the shelter-in-place orders that we saw in the past, it's almost naturally shutting itself down as you see businesses making decisions either for safety concerns or because they don't have enough staff to run them to shut down for a few weeks. You know, there's transit delays on Muni and cops and firefighters, they're saying that operationally they're fine, but they're burning out the people who aren't sick because they're having to do this overtime. So you have this message that goes, Get vaccinated and boosted. If you're vaccinated and boosted, yes, there's still a chance because Omicron is so, so infectious that you might catch it. But you personally, if you're young and healthy, likely to be okay. However, please don't get COVID. Do everything you can to continue to protect yourself because we want to slow down this spread that's surging in cases because we can't have essential frontline workers catching it and being stuck at home.
0: I think right now, and you mentioned it, you know, TikTok stories. I've been seeing it and only, I guess, noticing it really the last handful of days, probably four or five days in my like Instagram story feed. I mean, and this is like the woke crowd, people younger than me, people who are three times vax, they're double vax plus boosted and very proud of following science and being vaccinated. And they've been wearing masks for two. These are not like, you know... the, this isn't your 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 grandma's you know Facebook feed, okay? <laughs> these are these are folks who who get the science and they understand they know COVID serious. They've been vaccinated, they've been boosted, but they're having a lot of fun with these memes right now about CDC guidelines. And look, it, it's hard not to see where folks are coming from because the messages change daily for the average Joe out there, especially someone who has kids. I imagine this would be incredibly overwhelming and frustrating.
1: Oh, yeah. I think there's no doubt that everyone's frustrated. I think, you know, to those, you know, memes and things that were making the rounds, um, you know, one of the other commentaries that I saw on, it must have been Twitter, it was just some random person's reply. I wish I could credit them with this, but someone was uh, criticizing the changing. Um, messaging, basically, and saying, you said this before and now you're saying this. And their reply was, right, we told you uh, that you didn't need a jacket when it was 60 degrees outside, now it's less than 40 degrees, we're telling you you need to put your jacket on. That It's a matter of, the situation is quickly changing, this virus did not exist in our society more than two years ago, it was a novel coronavirus, meaning it was new, and it is mutating and making new variants, which are throwing kind of a monkey wrench into things, and people are having to adapt. It is overwhelming, frustrating, and confusing, especially, you know, with the kind of message that I was trying to relay of what San Francisco leaders were saying that, you know, it's spreading quickly. It's not that bad if you're vaccinated, but don't get it anyway, but it won't be that bad. It is hard to explain, but I think, you know, if I can sort of paint a big picture of it, what I think is happening now is we are moving more and more into the realm of the regulators and the government and the leaders are not going to have the same big hammer shutdowns that we had before mass vaccinations where it was everyone stay home, shelter in place, the bars and restaurants are closing. It is moving a little bit more into personal responsibility and that if you're a member of this society and the mayor is saying the buses aren't going to run if you give the drivers COVID that you say, okay, I know I'm not at a very high risk, but I'm gonna do my part and not get COVID so I don't get the bus drivers sick. And it's that you know personal choices making their way into all of our decisions right now and that might mean you know someone saying i'm going to wear a mask anyway it's part of the mandate why not wear a better mask
0: the and this is this would be something to revisit you know a year from now or two years from now or maybe just put it in a time capsule and leave it to folks who are around when we're long gone the societal you know experiments that will come out of this you know there was there there has been so much disinformation and so much fighting of indisputable information since the beginning of this thing, people who deny that it's serious, people who are skeptical of vaccines, people who think it was created in a lab by Dr. Fauci, people who think it was, you know, sent, you know, from aliens on Mars, you name it, that conspiracy theory is probably out there. But watching right now, how there is so little basic trust in our government officials, even of people who understand the need for vaccines and have been vaccinated and boosted even p- people who have not stopped wearing a mask for going on two plus years now the the ecosystem is not very healthy right now and i don't know that it gets better i mean i think that ultimately it just comes down to this is A personal opinion i think it ultimately just comes down to everyone having to decide what their threshold for be it isolating, be it, you know, limiting social interactions, be it wearing masks uh, kind of for in perpetuity?
1: I think at a practical level, too, that's also some of the issue when it comes to what we're talking about with changing CDC guidelines that actually, you know, as we heard, if we go back to what Monica Gandhi was saying, that if you actually look at everything that the CDC said... There's more in there. That's true. No one is saying that stay home for five days and if you're still coughing and sputtering, run around without a mask on. There's you, know, you have to continue to wear a mask. We're talking about if you're asymptomatic after five days. And the purpose of all of that was that because there are so many asymptomatic cases, because Omicron spread so quickly and because so many people are vaccinated, you're having whole industries like the airline industry shut down because people who are perfectly healthy and ready to go back to work after five days can't leave because of a guideline, right? So, you know, there there were reasons behind it, but I think some of the concern as well is that people only hear the headline, like who is really going and reading the full announcement and parsing all the information out of that. And so that if the headline is as exactly as you're describing, you hear from this person and that person, then people might make their decisions based on that. But, you know, at the same time, the CDC guidelines are also there for to inform local governments, you know, as we see California its own stance. And then, you know, OSHA will do something beyond that. And then your own workplace might say, OK, we're going to start with the CDC as our baseline. But um, at our workplace, we decide that we want that negative test or whatever the case might be. So it's kind of it's another way for people to make their own decisions but yeah i think as as this goes on it's just getting as much reliable information as you can making sure that your news is coming from actual news sources um and not as you said your grandmother's facebook <laughs> friend or whatever it might be um and then making your own informed decisions as best you can yep.
0: <laughs> kathy uh, great insight i enjoyed the conversation very much thank you as always
1: thanks for having me
0: Thanks again to my colleague, Kathy Novak, and to Dr. Monica Gandhi with UCSF, one of the leading voices on COVID over these last two years during this pandemic, not just here in the Bay Area, but nationwide. And make sure to catch Kathy's conversation with Dr. Gandhi on this week's edition of As Prescribed, tomorrow, Thursday the 6th at 1.30 on KCBS Radio, or you can catch it on the As Prescribed podcast at kcbsradio.com. Please subscribe to the Bay Current podcast on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere you listen. We have a new episode out every morning, and we'd love to become part of your routine. We're also on YouTube, on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. There's a link in the show notes. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow.